Welcome to Bundesliga Recap, Match Day 29. First, I just want to uh, quickly review the game that happened on April 6th, Wednesday, April 6th, between Augsburg and Mainz. Augsburg had a COVID outbreak, so this game was pushed back to a later date, which was this Wednesday. Augsburg 2-1 victors over Mainz, which they are having in, the Augsburg are in fantastic form right now. I mean, this weekend was tough, but they've gotten th um, three wins out of their last five games, including the one that happened this weekend that I'll review shortly. And quite frankly, it's really, really good for them. Those three wins are massive, and they really help on the table because now they are in 14th. Everyone's level on the same amount of games, and they are now six points clear of 16th place Armenia Bielefeld and separating themselves from the relegation zone. So it is very impressive. In this game, uh, Mainz, have an, or Mainz give up the early lead to a penalty, which is converted, and then Vargas got a 56-minute goal, which was right after Vidmer equalized. So Vargas with an immediate response. He's been really good of late. And one of the reasons why Augsburg has been on such a good run, he literally scores two minutes after he comes on. Talk about impact sub. He's been much better in his recent performances, I would say, if we're watching him. But good game for Augsburg, not so much for Mainz. But Mainz, no threat of relegation this season. Uh, overall, not bad for them. I mean, it's a loss, but not bad. Friday, Stuttgart. Dortmund, 2-0 to Dortmund. Brandt scored 2 in the 12th and uh, 71st minute. He was a 6th minute sub. Because 2 minutes in the game, Gio Reyna got hurt. He is now out for the season. And it's, it's horrible. It's so sad. So he... He got back after missing um, a long time. He didn't play since September. He comes back on February sixth, um, then gets in, then gets in, gets in injured for like a month. Comes back on March or on uh, in the game against Gl Dortmund versus Gladbach in uh, February twentieth. Then on the thirteenth, he comes back, makes his return, plays three games with Dortmund international break. Comes back, doesn't play much against Leipzig. Two minutes in the game, gets injured against Stuttgart. It's just been a really bad season for him. Injuries, he hasn't even gotten started. It's it, it's it's really sad. Young player, such a talent. I really hope he could. He doesn't have much more injuries in his future, but certainly a little wor worrying. Holland gets an assist. Royce Royce gets an assist, but Julian Brandt looking really really good. Um, Stuttgart had chances, though. This wasn't a one-sided affair. Expected goals were to Dortmund, but not by a whole lot. Um, they, they actually, Stuttgart had more chances. They had a lot, a lot of very good chances. Dortmund, I would say, had more, sh they had a lot of shots, but Stuttgart even outdid them on that. So, opposite sides of the table, but Stuttgart, I, I would say, held their own and probably didn't deserve this harsh of a result. Dortmund, they're in second. They're not going to win the title. But the more interesting one in this side, honestly, is actually Stuttgart because Dortmund are, got Champions League football and will not win the title. So there's not really much happening with them. But Stuttgart, 
relegation zone. They're one point above it right now, which is good. But it's very, very tight between them, Armenia, Bielefeld, and Hertha. I think those three teams will decide 15th through 17th. But Stuttgart are playing better, which is very good. This is their first loss since February 25th. And they have some... Uh, they have Mainz, which could be tough, and then they have Hertha, which is the big, which is probably their biggest match left. They do have a tough schedule, though. Wolfsburg could be tough. Tough. It depends which Wolfsburg side shows up. Bayern's really tough. Cologne will be a tough match at the end of the day. So they have a tough schedule, I would say, but definitely doable to stay up. Uh, and then moving on to Saturday, Bayern uh, win one nothing um, against. Augsburg, I, I said, Augsburg have had really good stretch, but this was just a little bit too much. 82nd minute penalty for Lewandowski. Augsburg held out. They held out strong. They didn't have a ton of attacking chances, but they did have six total shots. Bayern grew into the game. They were, I would say, honestly, pretty poor at the start. Grew into it, started creating chances after chance, but they weren't the highest quality of chance. They only had four shots on target. Zero team had a sh shot on target in the first half. Bayern did hit the woodwork, but it was overall good, better game for Bayern than Augsburg. But it took a, it took a long time for Bayern to crack Augsburg. Bayern will win the league. I think this pretty much secures it, as it is match day twenty nine, and there are only five games left. It means Bayern would at least have to lose five or three games and probably draw one because Dortmund can't catch Bayern's goal differential. So. It's wrapped up. Bayern win again, but really disappointing. I'd say performance in this one. And then I just want to briefly talk. Bayern now out of the Champions League. That's the most disappointing thing for Bundesliga right now. Bayern lost to Villarreal, one nothing, and then in the return leg, Bayern can't beat them. Chuck Wheezy with a late equalizer, two one to Villarreal on aggregate. So impressive stuff for Villarreal, but really disappointing from Bayern. And here's the biggest thing for Bayern. Lewandowski could be going away. So he hasn't spoken anything on this. But there's news that Lewandowski wants to leave Bayern. He, there's, there's a lot of reporting that he is moving to Barcelona. He is not confirmed. But he could stay. But there, it's, a good, it's a very good chance Bayern could, he could leave. On a podcast, um, on a podcast, I heard that he could leave, but he also has a good chance of staying. He has not like made made it public that he wants to leave. Fabrizio Romano was the one who said that. He said he wants a long term deal. It's just a matter of what Bayern will pay him and how long the term the deal will be. But we'll see. It it's really interesting, and I'll keep I'll I'll bring this up again. I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Cologne, Mainz, 3-2 win for Cologne. Really good game. Back and forth, end-to-end. End. Both teams have really good strikers. So I just wanted to take a moment to talk about this. This was an end-to-end end match, but both teams have such good forwards. So, Modest for Cologne. Talisman all season. Gets an assist in this game, which is his second of the season. 15 goals, 2 assists. His most in the Bundesliga... Well, this is his only um, 
this is his comeback from the Bundesliga, but this is by far the most he scored in any league in his career. Well, he actually, um, along in 2016-17 in the Bundesliga, he did score 25 goals. So he has done it before. In 2015-16, he scored 15. So he's just returning back to what he has done. In France, in 2013, he scored 15 goals. So he's a proven player, but at 20, at 33, making a return, breaking out for this Cologne team and playing so well, he, he really creates a lot of problems for the opposition. He played exceptionally well in this game. Onsiwu and Burkhart, that's a dangerous strike partnership. Mainz, they do not get the win. Burkhart does get a goal, kindly off a deflection, but he does get a goal. He's only 21. Rising stock. This is only his third season in the top flight. By far his most production. I mean, last season he played in 29 games, started 16, but only had two goals. This season, played in 29 games, started 27 of them. 10 goals, 3 assists. Much better. And Onsiwa, 30-year-old striker, but is starting to really play well coming into this Mainz team. Him and Burkhart are um, a great partnership. But, I mean, this is a really good match. This was end-to-end stuff. Edge of your seat. I mean, for a neutral, and great game to watch. Gladback 2, Gerrit Firth 0. Gladback top 3. So, for me, this is what I think, this is what really hurt them in the season. Turam, Plie, and Mbolo. They're their top 3 best players up front. Mbolo... He has been playing much better of recent, but only, I mean, this tells you he only has five goals and two assists in 24 matches this season. Uh, Turam only has three goals, no assists in 20 matches. Plea is the only one, and he takes penalties, so he has eight goals and six assists, but for these guys, this these numbers are horrible. So they've just not produced like they should, but Gladbach played so much better in this game, dominant through the entire game. Armenia had no, or Garrett Firth had no, um, no chance whatsoever. But Firth is just, I mean, if you look on your schedule and you see Garrett Firth, it's, it's, you just gotta smile. I mean, you really just gotta smile. Cause they're, they're so easy. They're gonna go down easily. Maybe they come back up. I don't think so. I think they're a Bundesliga two team that played well and got moved up, but. They don't. I'm not sure they really deserve it, but I mean, they have they have actually got some decent results, but this was just not one of them. Wolfsburg four, Armenia zero. Wolfsburg big win after three losses in a row. This is a massive win though. Four nothing. Uh, Lucas Nemencia gets two goals. Uh, Maximilian Arnold on a free kick that was a very nice one gets a goal. And then Max Kruza finishes it off. I mean, Armenia had like very few chances. They did have a, they did have quite a few, de- they had a few decent ones, but overall, not not nothing that threatening. And some really really nice play from uh, Wolfsburg to get the goals. Uh, Gerhardt assisted Lucas Nemencia twice. They were tap-ins, so very very nice uh, game for Wolfsburg. But it's. I think it's more interesting to talk about Armenia. They're in really bad form right now. They're going down. Right now, as of now, they're going down. They haven't won since February nineteenth. They since then they've had five losses, only one draw. 
And so if Armenia can't get out of this funk, they could easily be going down. They're in 16th right now and only surviving off of goal differential. So if they don't get out of this, I mean, horrible form, they could be really in real trouble. They have Bayern next game, so that's not going to help. Then they have Cologne. What will save them if they they have to beat they have to perform well? They have to beat Hertha. Have to beat Hertha. Bolcom has to be a win. So there's some must win games coming up for Armenia, or at least times where they have to get points. But it's not looking great for them as of now. Union smash Hertha. For one, Hertha is also in that conversation. They're in seventeenth, but I'll I need to talk about that one later. Union. Four goals. They're doing really impressive. The, uh, Union get two wins in a row. Starting to get score, starting to score more without Max Cruiser. Not really. Re- they don't have to rely on him for everything now. Starting to figure it out without relying him on him because he was basically there. Everything went through him for attack. And they're not even relying on a one e. He didn't even. He didn't get an assist or a goal. Uh. Geraldo Becker got the uh, goal and assist. He's he's been very good recently, and they'll need him and a one need to start a good partnership. Haraguchi and Promo both get goals. Uh, Haraguchi's been decent for this season, um, starting to provide a bit more. Promo as well, filling in um, Max Cruz's rules and the player that the um, Union signed to be Max Cruz's replacement gets his goal. Sven My- Michelle. 31-year-old striker, but very good for him. But Berlin Derby, it's it's domination now for Union. It's it's domination. They've dominated Hertha recently. They are proving that they are by far and out the best team uh in Berlin. Uh Hertha, here's what I wanted to talk about. They lose in this game and they're not in great form. But here's the most interesting thing. They play Augsburg, Stuttgart, and Armenia, the teams that are closest to them in the relegation battle. So they have to take points from them that because if they don't take points, the other teams are getting points, and they're almost securing their fate of going down. Now, this would be a disaster for such a big club like Hertha. It'd be a disaster to go down. So they really need to get points against mainly Stuttgart and Armenia, but Augsburg is a team that they can take points even though Augsburg are playing quite well. They cannot look to the last match day as they have Dortmund. So it's going to be, it's very, very possible for them to escape, but these coming matches are crucial. Boke, in the only 0-0 game, the only 0-0 game, the only goal game without a goal, Bochum, uh, Leverkusen, and I want to take one thing away from this. This Leverkusen team will probably play Champions League football, almost certainly play Champions League football. Next year. But Bochum hung with them. They had more shots. They had, I would say, the same amount of, like, major chances. Both of them blew them. But their expected goals aren't that far off. And they had chances in this game. Their back line played very well. Their goalkeeper played very well. But they just held a team off that should definitely beat them just based on their... uh. Like their salary, the team, the players they have, but this is—it's an incredible Bochum team. Their coach uh, Thomas Reis deserves a ton of credit, like a ton of credit. 
He's been coaching uh, Boca since 2019. He's done a fantastic job. He's brought them up to the Bundesliga and kept them there. Bochum are safely in 12th. They're ahead of Wolfsburg. Who would have thought that? I, I not even not even have glanced my head that they would be higher than uh, Wolfsburg and only one point behind Gladbach. That's that's incredible. Uh, Daibi missed a penalty, so Bochum got off the hook there. And I honestly feel bad. He slips, he scores a penalty, but he hits the ball twice. So when he when he slips, he makes contact with the ball, but when he, his foot is so far, because um, he slipped, his foot is so far curled around the ball, it hits off of, it hits off the, he hit he kicks it and it hits off of his plant foot and goes into the net. Really, really unfortunate for Leverkusen, but Bochum are safe this season. I thought for sure they would go down, but incredible um, performances this season and just consistency. They haven't really gotten into, like, there was times where they weren't getting points, but they really haven't gotten to a major rut where they lose five or six games in a row or something like that, or they can't get a win in seven games. So, really impressive stuff from them. Frankfurt uh, versus Freiburg. This was a great game. End end, this is also another end-to-end game. Chances for both teams. Fun game to watch. This was There's two... Um, Games where it was just end-to-end stuff, and this was one of them. Grifo, Peterson get the goals for Freiburg. Kostic gets the goal for Frankfurt, but it's just not enough. Freiburg, they had the better stat line, but but on, really only in the bigger chances, I would say, because Frankfurt had the better, they had more possession, they had more expected goals, and they had more shots. But I mean, the, in terms of on target, they're essentially the same. But there was a lot of chances, and it was what you go down one side, then they come back the other. You go down one side, and you come back the other. And it was just very interesting to see how open these teams would play. And they took very a lot of risk. Kostic, Kostic um, he scored the goal, but he also played very well. I would say Frankfurt's back line also played quite well. And Vincenzo Grifo is just so good. He's so crafty on the ball, and he scores these goals where it's just like, you. it's almost like the teams forget about him, and then he just pops up in some place and scores. And honestly, it's 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 insanely good for Freiburg to have. They have goals spread out through their team, but their best player, Vincenzo Grifo, he can provide an assist, he can provide a goal. He's their star player to count on. Maybe not the star you want to count on in every game, but... He's he is often there in these games that are very close, and I would, and one another blowout Leipzig three Hoffenheim nil, big game in terms of top four, Leipzig starting to separate um get separate from all the teams. They're only one point behind Leverkusen, uh three points ahead of Freiburg, and now have made seven points room between them and Hoffenheim, so almost definitely secured. Champions League for next year, which is uh, a must for them. And Cuckoo, again, it every game he gets an assist and a goal. Slobberslai also got an assist and a goal. He played exceptionally well. But this team is very fun to watch. Dominic Tedesco, they've been linked with other coaches, but Dominic Tedesco has got them firing, and I don't understand why anyone would look differently. 
but this is this was a very good game for uh Leipzig. Leipzig playing very they're okay, so they're not playing like possession, domination, like they're not gonna dominate you. Possession was pretty much even. But they limited uh Hoffenheim's chances to nothing. Absolutely nothing. They only had three shots, no shots on goal, no shots off target, all three shots were blocked. Crazy good defense, smothering them, and they play very well in transition. They drop back, and then all three goals, I believe, were just quick breaks. Very quick breaks. Uh, certainly, well, Christopher and Cuckoo did score on a set piece, at set piece, but um, uh, Dominic's uh Dominic Slobberside's goal in the forty fourth minute that was a fast break. And then uh, Marcel Halstenberg, his goal was also on a fast break. So they played very well in transition. This was a big match for Europe, and uh, uh, Leipzig came up on top. This was a longer episode. I'll um, sign it off for now. I did want to say I'm a, I am said I would do an episode on Friday for uh, recapping the World Cup. I will move it to next Friday or this coming Friday. It will be out, trust me. But thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye.